Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Mortensen. I'm excited to be here with you today and to do this episode. Is it possible for us to get healed from mental health diagnoses like major depression, anxiety, PTSD, schizophrenia, dissociative identity disorder, bipolar, and more? Are you doomed to be on medication for the rest of your life? The Lord has given me a mission and a mandate to really go after mental health healing. I want to see it. The Bible says that we are to be healed and live in freedom. In this episode today, I talk about how we can get this healing and how it actually happens. I talk about how we actually receive mental health healing and stay free. Get ready to experience encouragement today, hope, and healing in this episode. Last week's episode was titled, Getting Unstuck from Complacency and Lack of Energy. This is really a perfect precursor for today's episode. I think we stay stuck because of this lack of revelation and hearing from the Lord when really we are designed to hear from our Maker. So go back and check it out so you can get ready and be prepared for your complete healing today. Please sign up for my email list. Go to my website at www.heidimortensenlmft.com and put your name and your email on the list. I will not send more than one a week, if that. Also, please follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I am putting my episodes on YouTube as well, where all the podcasts are found. Please make sure to write a review on Apple Podcasts if you have not. I am so grateful for you who have. My goal is to try to get to a 100. As of this episode, I have 34. So thank you so much. Also, I am so grateful for those of you who have purchased The Brave Encourager, my new book, and have left a review. I'm at 29 of them right now. So thank you so much. My goal for that is 50. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, I welcome you into this episode. Be with the listeners right now, exactly where they are, whether it's at home, in the car, in the gym. Just, I welcome your presence. I pray that everything else that they have dealing with is bound and just kind of put away and that they can spend this time with you, that they can feel your tangible presence with them because you never leave us or forsake us. And so I pray for your grace. I pray for mercy. We thank you, Lord, that you heal us, that you are the mighty healer and that what we feel is not what you say. So help us to understand this. Help us to move away from our brain analyzing and step into what the Spirit of God says. What you say is way more important than what we feel. (laughs) It's actually what's true. So we thank you, God, for what you say in your word. We thank you for the power and the authority that you have and that you've given us as vessels. And I pray, God, that I say exactly what it is that the listeners need in this episode today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Before I dive into the how-tos in this episode, I first want to build your faith a little bit about how the Lord uses us and how I feel that he's using me and how his spirit works in us. 
See, I originally went to school for business and in the middle of the hallway talking to a professor in a general psych class called the psychology of marriage and family, I heard a clear pull in my soul that I wanted to go into the field of mental health. I now know that that was the Lord talking to me, but I followed it. I went to school for counseling, got a degree in mental health and a license to practice in the state of Minnesota. So it means that ethically I'm under a board and I can bill insurance. I've always been a Christian, but when things got difficult in my marriage and my business, I started to ask more questions to God. Why am I struggling so much? Why is this so hard for me? I am a mess. I then surrendered to him in a new and different way. And I realized that there is a thing called being born again. And I truly learned what the gospel is and the power of the gospel. Jesus died on the cross for your sins. You died with him. And when he rose again, you rose with him. He's seated in the throne room with our heavenly father. And so are we. If you've put your faith in Jesus, if you believe in your heart, and if you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior yet, please take a moment and do this now. Just pause the podcast. Surrender your life and your knowledge to him. Give him everything and make him your Lord and Savior. There's an exchange that happens when we do this. It's now God's will to be done, not ours. After I fully surrendered myself to Jesus, I found myself Googling things like, does Jesus still heal today? And real stories of miracles. Why was I doing that? Well, the Holy Spirit was really pulling me into his story. He was working in me. I started diving into who God really is. The Bible became alive to me and my hunger for the Lord was crazy. I was thinking, what the heck is wrong with me? Well, it turns out that the Lord really has a purpose on my life and it involves him. He does this to us, you know? What is he drawing you into? What's the purpose that you have sensed the Lord pulling you into? Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future. If you can't hear, well, then there's some cleaning up to do in your soul. And he will speak to you. He says it in John 10, 27, that my sheep hear my voice. So he will. As the Lord pulled me in more, I was discovering how to partner with him in my work as a mental health counselor. Instead of seeing people as a diagnosis and a problem, I started to see the healing that the Lord has for them. As I was finding out how he heals and how to partner with the Holy Spirit in my work as a mental health counselor, I realized there's a lot against this. And even as some people being offended by it. So if you aren't ready to hear this message, I really just want to give you a pass that you don't need to listen to it. Or if you do, just keep an open mind. I'm I'm super okay with it because the Lord works with us wherever we are at. God's design for us is to be healed. Some people don't believe this. They believe that healings, miracles, signs, and wonders ended with the apostolic age and when the Bible was canonized. There's actually a name for this. It's called sensationalism. Do your own research. Find out what you believe. I am not here to argue at all. It's a big conversation and more than what we can talk about here in this show. I just know what I have seen with my eyes And I believe that spiritual gifts are still alive today and miracles do still happen. I have seen them and I've also experienced them personally. But you need to find out for yourself and seek the Bible, seek the word of God to find out for yourself. As I started to learn so many how-tos and the Lord was drawing me in more and more, the more I realized 
that the keys to the kingdom of God are truly loving who we are and seeing that true identity as a daughter or son in Christ. So as a counselor, I started out by allowing myself to be a submitted vessel every single day. I align myself as a daughter. I repent for any thoughts, judgments, lies, or sins. And I ask God to cleanse me and be more like him. And throughout the day, he his spirit really triggers me and is like, hey, I'm right here. Maybe you shouldn't have thought that. Maybe you shouldn't have said that. And he guides me even throughout the day. And so I pray to God that I'm a vessel here to serve you, to serve each one of you in this episode. I've also been around very encouraging on-fire Christians myself. And from this, I've gotten words from them. Say things to me like, there's an anointing on you to bring spiritual, mental, and emotional healing. There is such a teaching gift and ability that the Lord has given you that sounds simple, but it's complex. Heidi, you were born to speak. I have a real leadership gifting. God is putting healing in my mouth. I am an encourager. When I speak, I'm speaking the Father's word. I step into his heart for others. I'm the one who breaks the burden for other people. So when you hear these things for yourself, write them down. If someone has given you encouraging words like them, keep a record of it. I myself actually have a three-ring binder that I keep it in and also electronic file on my computer. It's encouraging for me to read it. I declare them over myself because it is encouraging. Make your own. I also share this piece of it so that your faith can be increased for you to receive healing by listening to me. And then I want to share how you can stay healed. I've seen people get healed and then the healing leaves because they start to doubt it or many other reasons why. It's not because they did something wrong. Don't allow yourself to go into that shame hole. You first do have to believe that the Lord's desire is for you to be healed without any diagnoses. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. So right there, Jesus says that he has set us free. So we are free. When we don't feel free, it's because our soul is what needs the healing. That's the mental health piece. 3 John 1-2 says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. Psalm 103, 1-3 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your inequities, who heals all your diseases. And Isaiah 53, 5 says, But he was pierced through our transgressions. He was crushed for our inequities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. Yes, God wants you completely free. He died on the cross for you to be free. And right now, I want to pray for you to get healed. And then I'm going to talk to you about the steps that you need to take to stay healed and how to live your life aligned with God's promises. Some of you might need to get into counseling to allow the heal to come gradually. I don't want any of you feeling shame because it doesn't come right away right now. Or maybe you feel it for a moment and then it comes right back. But really, it's possible that it can. It is possible for the Lord to actually heal on the spot. Trust that the Lord works in the timing of things that we are ready for. He doesn't give us things that we can't carry until we are ready to carry it. We need to trust him. He is God. We are not. Decide though, I want to be healed. See all of your stuff going to the Lord. Give it to him. All of it. Don't leave anything out. 
Let's first start with repentance. Just say out loud, God, I repent for believing lies about myself. I repent for believing that I'm not good enough or that I need to do things to be good enough. I repent for my sins I've committed and sins that have been committed against me. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiveness and that your blood cleanses me. So God, right now, I pray for complete healing of the listeners' souls. The evidence of their repentance brings them to be aligned with the power of the cross right now. Heal them of any trauma they have lived through and any generational inequities and wounds in their bloodline. I pray for breakthrough for any area in their lives that need breakthrough and healing. I pray for healing over depression, anxiety, PTSD, eating disorders, dissociation, any spirit of offense, broken marriages, bipolar, and any other. I speak to all of the enemy labels and I say to get out right now in the name of Jesus. Align the listeners with your truth, Lord. I pull from heaven right now and I ask Holy Spirit that you come and you fill the listeners with your healing anointing right now. I bring Psalms 103, Isaiah 53, 5, and 3 John 1, 2. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I thank you for healing. I thank you, Jesus, for the power of the blood that you shed. Our brains don't understand and they don't need to understand it, but our spirit believes and we know that you are the God of the impossible. I thank you, Lord, for healing the listener's soul, for healing my soul. I thank you. I declare 3 John 1, 2 over you right now that your soul is prosperous. We praise you, Jesus. We praise your wonderful name. And now on your own, I want you to give Jesus a woohoo and a cheer and even a clap if you can. It's important that we celebrate what he does and we say, thank you, Jesus. We praise you. We worship you. So if you need to, just give him a couple claps, give him a couple woohoo and cheer and raise your hands and just celebrate for what he does for us. So what happens here is there's an exchange that happens when we pray like what we prayed. It's what the blood was shed for us. Jesus is so pleased with us when we're vulnerable and we give him our stuff. So right now in this moment, you are aligned with heaven. And so how do we stay that way? Because what can happen is you're listening to this episode and then you go leave and you go talk to your spouse or you talk to somebody who triggers you and boom, all those negative thoughts come back. So I want to walk you through how we can do the best as possible to keep our soul healed and the things that we need to do to actually pursue it if there's more healing that needs to happen, more processing, more conversations. There might be different prayers that you need to make. Again, this is a podcast. I am not sitting with you one-on-one, so there's a lot of information I don't know. However, I do know that what the Word of God says is true, and I believe in God's grace over your life right now. So I'm going to do my best to hit all the things that I believe we need to stay healed. Like I said, each one of you is different. There is no cookie cutter answer to this. So the first one, number one, is to get prayer covering and wise counsel. Have godly people around you to pray for you. This keeps you wise. It keeps you humble and aware of anything that might come up. They will help you see things that you might be missing. Don't do this alone. Get rid of any sin. If you have a bad habit 
or a sin, this will for sure open the door to the enemy to come back in. And if you're in that habitual sin that's really deep, make sure to get the wise counselor or counseling. Make a plan to beat it. Write it down and follow the plan. It won't change if you've been doing it for years. You have to actually make a specific plan and get help so that you can beat it. Number three is to get healing of sin that was done to you. This is called trauma. If you have trauma, some of you might feel a lot of peace after I prayed. Thank you, Jesus. This is amazing. Okay, you feel free. You are free. You might even say you forgive and believe that it's honest in the moment. And then, like I said before, you finish the podcast and you get triggered from someone. And all of a sudden you start to feel, oh, I'm not loved. Boom, the enemy just comes back, just like that. You didn't do anything big, and neither did your spouse. But there could be a root of trauma from somewhere else, could be your childhood or somewhere that's keeping you not believing the truth of what the Lord says, which is you are loved. You are a son or daughter of the king. Getting counseling or inner healing can help you with this process and allow your little voice to be heard that maybe was never heard. This is how that deep healing can happen. You need this. You need to give yourself this. It won't go away just by skipping over and declaring the word of God. You have to get some of your wounds processed. Number four, drop boundaries with unhealed people in your life. You will know if you're around them and you suddenly don't feel good about yourself after being with them. If you have someone who has been an abuser to you that continues to speak death into you, and you aren't able to stay in the truth lane and bring the kingdom with them, then you need to keep a boundary with that person. Sometimes this is easy and you can simply unfriend or block someone. Other times it's more difficult and it takes time to even recognize that someone, like maybe even a parent or a spouse, that is actually that unhealthy voice. Just because they aren't healed and are speaking death to you, it doesn't mean that you can continue to keep having them there. The key is, If you can answer this question, are you able to maintain your healing and believe the truth of what God says, even when you're around them? Are you able to be a carrier of heaven and bring the kingdom and presence of God? Do you have a position of love towards them, even though they are speaking hurtful things? If you answered yes to these questions, then keep them in your life and keep speaking life into them. God is going to change them through you. You are not the savior. God is. But if you answered no, then take some time and create a boundary until you can get healthy. Spend quality time with the Lord every single day. If you aren't spending time with your healer and healing what he has to say about you regularly, it's going to be very easy to lose the truth and the healing and go back to where it used to be. It could be spending time in worship, reading the word of God, journaling, prayer, soaking, or just sitting in the quiet and not doing anything but position your heart for the Lord. Whatever you do, make sure that you do something every day. There are times when this time for me is in the car. There are other times when I have an hour at the computer to journal, read the word, pray, and just hang out with God. It's different for me every day because I have little kids and activities to go to. This is probably the most important thing to do to keep yourself healed and in that place of what God says about you. When you spend time with the healer, you believe what he says about you. Number six is fast. This one is actually not for everyone. Sometimes there is a habit in your life that has been with you for so long or in your generational line that you need to break something off by fasting. 
In Mark 9, 29, Jesus said to the disciples, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. Some versions like the NIV and the NLT actually only say prayer, but the original says fasting. In the Greek, this means to abstain from or without eating. So what do you think you need to fast from or break off a weakness that's in your soul? It might be food, it might be coffee, it might be sweets or maybe TV. Ask Holy Spirit, what is it that you need to abstain from? Number seven is repent. Regularly repent to align your soul with the cross. This includes forgiving other people. As you do this, give Jesus all the stuff that's come up again, which it's going to happen, you guys. That's life. That's okay. Thank him for forgiveness and then ask Holy Spirit to fill you with his truth again. Do this regularly. Number eight, if you are prescribed meds, take them until you get support from a psychiatrist to get off them in a healthy way. Don't just think that because the word of God says that you're healed and somebody prayed for me that you don't need to keep taking them. I know that there are Christians that have done this. While I do believe what the word of God says that you are healed to get off meds, you do need to do it with the support of a psychiatrist. When you hear someone who says, I know God healed me, so I got off my meds right away, it tells other people that they can do the same. This is not really honoring of the doctors who prescribe the meds. And then also, do you want to be a testimony for the Lord? Think about the story that that would be for a psychiatrist who helps wean you off the meds that maybe you've been on for 10 years. And then they start to believe themselves that other people can get healed and they can get off meds. Think about what that does. So the power of really being honoring of doctors and people who have said, you need to be on these meds while you're like, I don't want to be on them. I'm sick of being on them. I get it. But sometimes they're actually there for a purpose and for a time and for a season. And we need to honor if that's where you are at. Number nine is press into the word of God and war. This might be the most important one that I could share, depending on where you are. If you can feel the condemnation coming back on or the lie starting to creep in, find a verse and declare it. Speak to the enemy and say, you have no right in me. Bind it up, command it out in the name of Jesus, and then declare the word of God. The enemy doesn't have a right to come in and mess with you. Number 10 is listen to the Lord for yourself. Ask Holy Spirit, what do I need to do to keep myself healed, to keep myself healthy? What's on your heart, Lord? Partner with him. Number 11, thank God for all the little growths, changes, and improvements. Sometimes we can get defeated because we have so far to go that we stay in all that discouragement. Today when I prayed, did you feel something? If you did, it means that the Lord did something. Even if you didn't feel something, but you noticed a shift in peace, that's something. Okay, maybe it's not some big, huge angels show up and right in front of you, but a little bit of peace started to come in. Praise God for that. Say thank you for that. Thank him for that moment of peace. And then ask God for more of those moments. Ask him to give you hope when you feel hopeless. And then go back to the other ones that I said before this one. Ask the Lord what you need to do. Partner with him, like I said. He's your father, he's your friend, and your judge. He's advocating for you, parenting you, and comforting you like no one else does in this world. And so as I give you this list of all these things that I talked about, which ones would you say stuck out to you personally? Which ones do you feel are there for you? Whatever seems to be the strongest for you, 
that's where the Lord is leading you right now. And then if you need to, you can come back to this podcast and revisit where the Lord is moving you and what he's doing. If you listen to my episode from last week, I talk about revelation and that there is always a now word from the Lord for you. Here's the other thing I'd also tell you about me. I am a human as well. And so the Lord is giving me revelation every day. And so even though this is what I have listed as this podcast, I might do a similar podcast five months from now, and I might have different things on here. That's okay. This is how revelation works. This is how the Lord works in us and moves through us. Now, if some of you are thinking, man, I am so far behind. I'm not even close. I don't even know how the heck I could do any of what you're talking about. And you're just even still feeling discouraged. I want you to hold on to one thing. What's one thing that you know that you can do? Don't get discouraged that you need to get all these things or that you need to be healed. Okay, sometimes people get discouraged by thinking that they can get healed. I know that sounds kind of crazy when you think about it, but when you're in that hole of despair and you're really, really in that difficult place and someone says you can be healed, you kind of get hit with, I'm doing something wrong and it's my fault. And so you have to remember that if you are struggling with something, that does not mean you did something wrong and the Lord is doing something to you, to teach you. Okay, his design is for us to be at peace, to be in joy. But unfortunately in this world, it's fallen. We get hurt. We have people that we hurt. We've experienced trauma. There's generational stuff that we've experienced. There's things in our communities and in our government and our countries. There's a lot of things that we don't have anything to do with that impacts our mental health. So I just want you to not beat yourself up and really see yourself as enough just as you are right where you are. One of the biggest things that I did for my husband was I loved him even with the anxiety. The Lord was showing me that I wasn't loving him unconditionally. And so you need to do the same for yourself. Love yourself even with whatever symptom is still there. Hold on to what the Lord says about you, that he desires for you to be healed. But as you're walking that out, Hold on to the hope that you are doing exactly what you do need to do and you are doing the best that you possibly can in this moment. And I got to tell you, when I was able to love my husband, even with the anxiety, that anxiety started to go. And I have watched the peace that surpasses all understanding hit my husband like I've never, never could have believed, but only because of the Lord. And so I praise him for that. There's an example of a testimony of when we truly just let go and love people the way that Jesus loves us. This is how miracles can happen. We step into being Jesus for ourselves and being Jesus for other people. So Holy Spirit, I thank you for the mighty revelations you're giving to the listeners, for the movement into real, true healing that each listener is able to walk and step into. They are being patient with where they are and loving themselves just as they are. And that as that happens, the healing becomes manifested. I pray for opportunities to talk to people who are going to give them encouraging words. I pray for open doors, for the right 
opportunities in their work, with their passions, with their desires. I pray for the purpose and the excitement that you've actually put in them to come alive and so that whatever mental health struggle they have almost becomes on the wayside and it just continues to decrease because your purpose and the passion that you have for them becomes bigger. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are our mighty counselor. And I pray for guidance, for protection, for comfort, for your love, for your peace, and for your joy. Show us how to be in that place of joy where the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Show us that. Show us how we can operate in that place of joy. Again, Lord, I thank you that you heal us. I thank you that each one of these listeners are made perfect just the way that they are and that your desire is for us to be healed, stay healed, because who the sun sets free is free indeed. I pray for a blessed rest of your day and rest of your week. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.